across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. We're going to get straight into our thinking point in a moment, but just a reminder to uh, you that you, of course, are more than welcome to be part of this conversation. I'll be taking your calls on the number 011-714-2006 on the WhatsApp line. It's 0614-104-107 and on Twitter at SFM Radio. The hashtag there is SAFM Talking Point and I'll certainly be opening the lines uh, in a short while and I'll be hearing just some of the different issues that you want to put on the agenda and perhaps just your reflections uh, on, you know, June 16 yesterday and some of the things that we have heard about the state and the conditions of the young people of this country. For now, let's turn our attention to this. The Gauteng High Court has ruled that South African arms companies that may have supplied weapons to countries in conflict which were used against civilians be made public. It's a major victory for Open Secrets and the Southern African Litigation Centre. They took this matter to court. Join me now is Michael Merchant. He's the head of investigations at Open Secrets. Michael, good morning to you and thank you for your time this morning. Uh, good morning, Kathy, and good morning to those listening. I think let's just start with the basics here, Michael, for a bit of context. Tell me more about the war that is taking place in Yemen. So the, the conflict in Yemen has been raging for many years now. Um, the, the conflict started in late 2014 into early 2015. And the major point of concern around the civil war in Yemen has been the external involvement of a coalition of actors led by Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates, who entered the conflict in early 2015, uh, and since then have been accused by the international community, including the UN expert uh, group on Yemen, uh, of committing war crimes in Yemen, Mm. and of committing violations of international law. And so the conflict has been defined by the deliberate targeting of civilians, the use of of starvation as a method of of warfare, all of which is prohibited by international law, and yet all actors, including the Saudi Arabian and UAE forces, are accused of doing just that. So there's been an incredible abuse and violation of the human rights of civilians in Yemen due to this conflict. Indeed, and it is described by most who who are privy to what's going on there as likely the worst humanitarian catastrophes currently facing uh, the world. We're talking about millions and millions of people uh, on the brink of starvation, the destruction of infrastructure in every regard, and so uh, Mm -hmm. basic services uh, such as healthcare and others are completely unavailable. Um, And of course, for the last year and a bit, Yemen is having to face and the people of Yemen are, are facing that and the abuses by the armed forces in the context of the COVID-19 pandemic. And so mm. that, the, the suffering is widespread. And, and that is one of the reasons we think it is such an urgent matter. And we've been trying to get the court to hear it uh, as soon as possible. So where do South African arms manufacturers come in? What is their role and their contribution to that conflict? What what we know is that South African arms companies and manufacturers have increasingly been supplying Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia and the UAE uh, with weaponry. And so 10 years ago, uh, those were relatively small markets for South Africa. But as the war has started, that has ramped up. And so in the last three years, more than a third of all of our exports of arms have been going to those two states. Uh, And our contention in this case is that the the state permitting those arms exports 
should be taking into consideration the evidence of what is happening in Yemen before approving those. And so our primary contention is to deal with the very fact at all that we would be supplying those two states, given what we know they're doing in Yemen. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I think it's also important to note that on top of that, there is evidence of South African weaponry being found in Yemen. And so there are documented cases, uh, in particular, of armored vehicles and mortars having been identified by news agencies as being used in Yemen. Uh, And there have also been allegations put uh, to the United Nations that a mortar system produced, uh, mortar ammunition produced by South Africa have been used against uh, civilians. And so we've also put that evidence to the court and said this is an additional consideration Mm. uh, that they they should take into, uh, into account. Michael Merchant, I'm going to ask you to stay on the line for me. He's head of investigations at Open Secrets South Africa, arms manufacturers contributing to this conflict that is resulting in the abuse of uh, human rights. This is of civilians in Yemen. Do you think that South African manufacturers should be prevented from supplying these arms? It's 9.30 and Musa is standing by with your latest news headlines. We'll continue the conversation after this. The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana, weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. I'm taking your calls on 011-714-2006. That's the number to dial. Uh, you can put anything on the agenda and even pick up on some of the issues that uh, we've already reflected on this morning. Our thinking point is on South African arms manufacturers supplying the UAE and Saudi Arabia with arms. These arms have been contributing to the conflict uh, taking place in Yemen. Open Secrets and the South African Litigation Center are now arguing that the approvals by our National Conventional Arms Control Committee should be revoked and that these companies should not be allowed uh, to sell these arms to these uh, two countries. What has been the response so far in terms of your campaign, Michael? Because it has been taking place uh, for some time. Any responses, at least officially, from uh, the part of the South African government? In the case of this specific litigation, no. And it is important to point out that um, one of the reasons that we've had to go to court to ask the NCACC or compel them uh, to notify all the companies that hold permits is that we've been writing to the NCACC since March to ask them to disclose that information to us so that we can join them. Um, they provided one response that said that they would, commit, uh, that they would consider the matter, but since then uh, we've heard nothing. If we go slightly further back, Open Secrets undertook a a year-long investigation Mm. uh, into exactly what was happening in this regard, and we did engage with the National Conventional Arms Control Committee uh, during that period. And and what their answers showed to us is that they did not appear to be taking these human rights violations into consideration. And so we tried to put the evidence to them uh, of the gross violations that were happening in Yemen, uh, and often their response was, was honestly inadequate, was an indication that they felt that if that information didn't come to them uh, through a specific channel, even if it was in the public domain, that they would then not consider it. And it's our contention that that's uh, patently unlawful and that as the regulator, they have to take that kind of information into account, specifically Mm. considering, of course, that our South African officials sit in on the UN Security Council meetings where these matters are discussed. Do you think that through this court case, these arms manufacturers are going to be compelled to actually say how much arms they have been supplying and to who? 
So we know uh, on a macro level how many arms and precisely which arms are coming from South Africa to those two states. It is not clear uh, whether we will get a detailed breakdown of of which uh, is attributable to each company. However, what we are hoping, and and this is the really important thing to note here, is that the second part of the court case, which will be heard later this year, is asking the court to set aside all permits on the basis that we should not be supplying those weapons. And if we are successful in that part of the court application, uh, those permits will be either revoked or they will be suspended until the Conventional Arms Control Committee can uh, take them properly into consideration. And the immediate effect of that would be that no South African arms company would be able to export to those two states. Um, And of course, that that is the ultimate purpose of this litigation is Mm. to to stop our role uh, in supplying to those states when, when those weapons maybe end up being used in Yemen. Michael Merchant, let's leave it there for this morning. He is the head of investigations at Open Secrets. So you've heard the argument then about why at least Open Secrets believe that currently it is immoral for these arms manufacturers in this country to be supplying Saudi Arabia and the UAE with arms that they are using as part of their conflict in Yemen. And just looking at the dire state of uh, the humanitarian crisis that is unfolding there. Uh, What is your take on this particular debate? Do you think that they should be compelled to not supply these countries with arms? And in the context of South Africa, having traditionally, I don't know where we stand right now, to be honest, but South Africa having traditionally positioned itself as a country that speaks for human rights, that represents human rights globally, You know, if we are to take that traditional position, does it is it warranted for South African arms manufacturers to be seen to be supplying weapons to a conflict that is ravaging people's lives in the way that it is? Uh, I'd really love to hear your thoughts on this particular issue. And of course, uh, we'll talk about anything else that's on your mind. Uh, Langosi on social media says, exactly, Kathy, the young people are raising their hands, availing themselves to serve this country. Cyril Ramaphosa, you are out of touch with reality. What else must the youth do to show their hand? That's just one view there. Lots of what up voice notes coming in already let me take you uh, to some part of what you're saying 